And this time on the podcast. I'm not about to play with you, bro. I'm not joking. Hey, listen. You look like Michael Jackson. You look like Michael Jackson, bro. I don't know. What so she looked like Michael Jackson when he was Michael Jackson. Or she looked like Michael like Jackson Pepsi commercial he... Michael Jackson or the Michael Jackson Jackson Five Michael Jackson. No, not Jackson Five. Michael Jackson that looked like he was. Hanging little boys off the balcony and shit. All right, man. Listen. <laughs> Blanking the pillow. You thought I was going to take it? You thought I was going to take it down? Listen, no, I ain't man. doing that. The... Oh, ow. Seeking the collect call, bro. <laughs> I'll take your uh, uh, your uh, your cover charge. Cover charge. I'm already on my cover charge. We all good over here. You ain't take it here though. You right. I'm gonna do that. Mm-mm. Welcome back to episode. Is this episode five? This episode five. We back in here. <clears throat> it's just us today. At least right now. Right now, you never know what's gonna happen. I know what's gonna happen here real soon. <laughs> Somebody gonna pop in real soon. But we're gonna get in trouble. We probably is gonna get in trouble. We That's- stay in trouble. There's <laughs> <laughs> always something going on. That's the part of it, man. Fuck oh, sucks. Bro. You know, I never thought about this. We are. Two black men in engineering. You made me want to go get my shades, bro. Hey, I, I, you guys see I got mine on. <laughs> That's the mood I was on today. Two black men. We married. We young. Still in our 30s. Early 30s. We just cracking it open. Shit. And a lot of these young boys be asking questions. I never thought about this. We didn't talk about this before. I just thought about it. And we get put in these situations where now we the big brother. Which is weird, but okay. And I don't be knowing how to, like, they be asking, oh, bro, what you what you should do if, if you know, you're meeting a girl? And, bro, I don't know. I'm not dating no more. I don't, I don't know to tell you. You tell them exactly what I tell them. Hey, bro, I'm out of the game. <laughs> Good luck to you. I'm out of the game. Then it's awkward because younger people become nice, like, they may come turn up with us. Like, no, oh, bro. God, we going, we going drinking, then, bro. And they, it's lit. They love us. It's lit. One, bro. you can't drink. That's number one. <laughs> can't forget number one. Two, your fun and my fun is two different types of fun. Totally different. Because yeah. they, be, they be hype. And I don't know if that's an engineering thing or... 
That's yeah. a young generation. Uh, the second half of our generation thing. Or you know, I told I, a guy had asked me in the cab the other day. He like, man, so I you know I went to, <clears throat> I went to L.A. over the weekend. He was like, man, what you doing? You down there? I was like, man, it was cool. You know, we ain't really do too much. He was like, you ain't have fun. I said, it was all right, bro. I ain't really do nothing like that. He was like, chilling. Man, you're like, man, you ain't really just. It's L.A., man. Like, bro, it's not. It's cool. I get it. I understand. He like, man, what do you like to do? I said. I like to have fun, you know what I'm saying? I'll be like, I'll be honest. I like to do hood shit. <sighs> I just ain't trying to get killed. Sometimes the hood shit can result. I like it. <laughs> long as you risk it, you gotta get close to death bro. and enjoy. Good I ain't night. trying. I, I I like doing hood shit. I just don't want. I ain't I ain't at the point in my life where I'm willing to risk getting shot at or fucking being in, in, in even being in it in type of environment. I just don't want to be around it. That's just where I'm at in my life. It's cool. I'll sit at home. I ain't got no problem with that. I don't want to go out there and... I mean, don't get me wrong, man. Back in the day... It's fun. Back in the day... Yeah, I'm not saying... Here, you like, you... And if it wasn't, gun, if it wasn't like gunshots involved after the club, I didn't want to go. Shit, <laughs> man. I ain't gonna lie to you. We was talking about that shit. We was talking to them at the camp the other day when they came up talking to us. I heard them boy rolling. I like... like they didn't, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't really have fun in college. Like, I had fun in college. You know how niggas be talking about, man, I wish I could go back and do it over. I don't. Nah. Because the shit that I, I one, I was there long enough. Two. <laughs> I was damn sure there long enough. One, I was there long enough. Two, I did enough of the shit while I was there to know that I've experienced it and I shouldn't be doing that shit. You know what's crazy? Low key, engineering kept me. It, it helped with my college experience because nobody was in my classes. All the niggas I was kicking it with, half of them, well, first of all, half of them went in school. <laughs> I know there's a lot of niggas that's, that's on fam campus that don't attend fam. Yes, that's every HBC. Every HBC, okay. Because there's a lot of niggas we were kicking it with from Dave, from, uh, from Duval. Um, they just living there. They just they just there getting life, chicks. Man. They Fun. selling certain products. Like that, maybe working working at Walmart. They just got cheap. Bro, working at Walmart in the stock room. That's how I got my first PS3. That's how I got the statute of limitations up. Oh, nah, you know how um uh, his name J Cole let that track out talking about um the middle child. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. Like we not old old heads. But we got a little bit of experience, and young boys coming to us asking us questions, and that shit weird because I'm it like, it ain't just old. It ain't just the funny part about it. It ain't just young boys. Got it niggas. is. It is some of them. Hey, you got older hey. niggas. You got older niggas asking, but that's that's. I don't get that. I don't get that, bro. I'm still trying to get. But you know, I understand. I understand everybody. Everybody experience wasn't the same. I'm, I'm trying to hold back right now. I'm gonna be cool. Fuck holding no, back. No, man, I'm gonna be cool. Fuck it. I'm, I'm, I'm cooling. Fuck it. Go ahead. Nah. Let it out. I'm, Let it out. I'm chilling this year. It puts you in a place where so a lot of people in their industry, and I, I know this ain't specific to engineering, but like a lot of people feel like there's a black tax. When you black, you go into a realm, whatever industry you might be going into. And it's your you feel like it's your job to make sure that you paved the way. Now, I'm gonna take it a step further. 
Some people feel like it's their job. Other people feel like they ain't got shit to do with them. And we've met a couple of them. True. We ain't going to say no names. I'm just going to say a lot of people got a lot of hope. And <laughs> people like that need some people. You know who I'm talking about. Some people... They need like they need somebody to go through, and I didn't understand that. It's weird because I think you said the same shit. I didn't know nobody that was an engineer until I got into engineering. Like I ain't none of my people was an engineer. Like when I got into engineering, I graduated. My uncle was like, "Nigga, I thought you worked on trains." Like, yeah, I I thought that's what engineers <clears throat> do. And he ain't old. He's still in his what? Um, what thirty something? He in his fifties. He in his 40s. First time Late 40s. I met an engineer. Uh, I really don't even remember, bro. It was probably, probably in school. Probably college. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of I'm not going to say all, a lot of black people, a lot of people, let me say that, a lot of people don't know what an engineer does. Cool. A lot of people don't meet engineers. On top of that, most engineers don't know how to communicate, right? So if you ask them what they do, they either go way overboard. They go, too, they go too technical, too deep. Right. And just stay there saying, hey, we know the transistor. The ramp up. Man, fuck all that. Listen, Nobody cares. It is what it is. Boom. In a nutshell. They either way too technical or they too much of an introvert to actually say what they do because they ain't got the words to explain it. So, black people, a lot of us, we don't know engineers, bro. You're like. So, you know how to communicate before. That's one of the good things about most of well, most of us. I'll say about 85, 90% of us. Uh, we, <clears throat> when it comes Wait, to, hold on. When you say most of us, we're not saying most of us black engineers. Most of us black engineers that attended HBCUs. Now, this ain't to knock black engineers that went to PWIs. No, but some a lot of... I, think, I don't even think it's... A PWI versus ABC because I, I think you think black engineers yeah, in general because you don't I think like that's just how you grow up you don't really have much of a choice. See, I started thinking about people like beep, beep, beep. yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a little bleeped out. <laughs> that's a, your audible bleep. Uh, he know how to talk to people, bro. He know how to talk. HM, to H and M. That's what I'm gonna call him. Up top. The people like that, H&M, he, he wanted them yeah, that he, he, he don't really know how to communicate. Like, he a black engineer. Yes, he do, man. He does. That's the fucked up part about it. He see, knows. Now, see, that made me feel the type of way. They, that's the, the, the people. He knows, bro. We definitely about to cut this out. Because. <laughs> <laughs> but Let's rewind it back. There's some people up top that. You would think that since they did, I mean, because there's no way in hell you can get to those positions without being able to communicate. It's impossible. Because he's not, he's not even necessarily an engineer. Is he? No, bro. He's like a, he's like, oh boy, that's it. On the end, like, that's always standing up on our floor. That's always... See this. This is my problem. Him, him, and him and Tall Boy, what white guy? Yeah, they the same shit. He just they just do it for different uh, departments. See this. This is my problem. They even the black tax 
like I said, it's not engineering specific. But in engineering, I feel like we still late. Well, it's late in the game. We late with everything. It's not about it's not about fucking choice. Yeah. It's about force for sure. It, it's done like that on purpose. Like motherfuckers not gonna really educate you on everything on how it's supposed to be because if you nah. if, if you're not the first two, you're not gonna get all the money. That's just what it boils down to. No, nah, that's the that's the, that's that ain't industry industry specific. Nah. That's just like nigga, if you don't jump on it now, the next nigga will. Like you can get a little bit of the money a little later, but shit, we finna get all this right now. Right. And when we get done with it, move on. We to gonna the let next. you know how much you get. When when we get done, we done with the next. When we move on to the next, then you can get a little piece of this. But if you ain't in that circle that's ahead of the game or that's actually creating it, you behind. Here's my problem. I don't want to be in that circle. You done heard me say it before, bro. Like, I'm not interested in bumping shoulders with with the rich and family. Bro, fuck all them. It's enough money out here for me oh, to get we'll a rob them niggas. Oh, let me stop. Now, see? <laughs> see? Sometimes. That, I ain't gonna do that. <laughs> But no, nah, like, now we the middle, man, where it's like, we not old enough to fuck with the old heads who really been doing this shit. We millennials, man. We That's still millennials. But then there's like a younger half of the millennials who come to us and some that. of the people that's our age, a little bit older, come to us like, oh, y'all seem like y'all got this or y'all seem like y'all got that. And it's like, we first of all, we wasn't expecting that. And then two, like, we feel a certain obligation. Maybe it's because we from where we from, from the South. But we feel like it's a certain obligation to make sure that we do, like, when they come asking them questions, that we got some answers. And if we ain't got them answers, we make sure we go get them. Other people feel like, like I said, they feel like they ain't got shit to do with them. H&M feel like... Hey, fuck you in my face for it. Bro, don't do not do that. Hey, <laughs> I'm just telling you what you told man, me. Man, you don't want to fucking reach out, man. Like that, I, I ain't trying to be like that. Like if, if somebody younger come to me or somebody new at the company come to me, I'm not going to look at them motherfucker and be like, you know what? Why why are you here, bro? Why, why are you even? Because and I'm not even going to make They might not mean that, but I'm definitely not going to make them feel that way. If, right. they, if they look like me, I know. Like, I just know what it's like coming from nothing. Everybody ain't built like that. Because you don't know what's coming. You don't you know. walk in the door with the best intentions because you young, you green, you young. You don't know. Like, a lot of these niggas don't know they spoiled. True. A lot of these niggas, like, bro, this Silicon Valley shit, they be complaining about certain shit. They be like, oh, I can only work from home twice a week. What? Only? Man, I don't even... That shit... Like only? That. That shit don't even bother me. Like nigga, I understand, like you, you entitled. That's cool, man. But I ain't, I ain't built like that. I, I know everything I get. I have to work for everything I ever had to do in my life. I've had to work for. So I'm not scared to work for it. I don't give a fuck about that. It, it, you know, as long as it ain't working, fucking up my work life balance too bad. I really don't care. So, that shit crazy. Like they be. I mean, that's cool. I mean, I heard a nigga say, I ain't even get my quarterly bonus this time. I just got. Two, I just what he said. I just got 
ten percent less than I normally get. Nigga, you get a quarterly bonus. That was here. Yeah. I'm be. not gonna say who it was. It might not be in our uh, organization. Nah. Nah, it ain't on if it was, uh, it's in one of those newer, the one that everybody going to. It's in one of them. Of course, that's like that's where it's happening. That. And I'm seeing that like, bro, you complain about quarterly, nigga. I've gone to places where you don't get a raise. Fuck a quarterly or annual bonus. You don't get a raise at all. Ain't no two percent because two percent is the average. That's horrible. But that's yeah. the that's the 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 national average is two percent annually. You gotta you gotta you gotta fuck around and move around to get your money. That's why they I had a nigga tell me. I had a manager tell me, "Listen, bro, not this not this time." I'm sorry. He was apologizing. I'm sorry, but it ain't coming this time. And I just had to suck it up. Like, shit. Like, a nigga told me, nigga, I work and I don't even expect more money. I just work with the expectation that I'm going to get whatever I signed up for and that's it. That's you. That's your life. If you cool with that, fuck that. But nigga, I'm here to get everything that was owed to me, my mama, my daddy, my grandma, Everybody. And their grandmas. Ancestors. All that. I'm going to need all that. I know you're not going to give it all to me, but don't get mad at me when I go chasing it. Because I know that's what you did. That's what your grandpappy did. I know that's what your grandmammy did. Now, bitch, I'm the one who started for my family. I got Somebody got to do it. So I, I feel like that's part another part of it. I feel like that responsibility starts with me. Well, I think that's a mentality. Like, a lot of these motherfuckers feel like I'm just at work. I feel like, like you said, I'm at work for a purpose. What'd you say? What's, What's your, your purpose? purpose? You got to start asking I, people I, that man, shit, I really feel like it ain't just for, for any job, bro. Not even just that. Yeah. Like, what's your purpose in life? What are you trying to do? If this ain't helping you fulfill your purpose, bro, don't, I understand. If this, ain't, if this really ain't helping you fulfill your purpose... Don't waste your time. I understand, like, you're trying to get the money and shit. But if this ain't, if this is not, it's got to be some way. That's another thing. Niggas think when you get an engineer, I'm going off topic. Fuck it. Fuck a topic. Will you, niggas think when you get an engineering degree, jobs is guaranteed. You get a whole lot of money. I'm be honest with you, bro. You, I'll be honest. Depending on what type of engineering you do, what you start off with, your starting average is higher than other people. It's a little bit higher than other people. And I ain't mad at it. But your potential of growth from that point, oh, you get stagnant after what? Two, three years? years, Yeah, like, bro, like, that's it. Unless you go into, like, the business side of things or unless you transfer and have your own or something. I had text my nephew. I said, hey, man, you hear about what happened on Odessa? Midland? He was like, nah, what happened? I said, man, this nigga just shot up like 20 people. I said, he like, Both of us said, we already know what happened. Nigga just got laid off from his job. Come to find out a week later after it happened, guy laid off from his job, this and this and that, went on a rampage. 
what the last company I used to work for when I worked at Halliburton, which is the biggest oil and gas service, well, one of the not biggest. In the United States, is the biggest. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Worldwide, it's not. <laughs> you know, I've been telling me about some my industry. I know about this industry. I know more about oil and gas than I can tell you about tech. I, I can tell you that. <laughs> oh, shit. Gracias. So, this company, Juan Julio. Juan Julio. When <laughs> Nigga, hold on. I just thought about it. You just made me mind. think about it. This ain't got shit to do with shit. Me and my wife, my wife. are out going to Popeyes. We used to live in Atlanta. Oh, Lord. Well, we used to live in Fairburn. Fairburn is like just south of College Park. So Popeyes is obvious. Then. Not in Fairburn, but right. you know. Mm-hmm. So we ride out to Popeyes. Yeah, that's the same shit. This back when she was still eating meat. Mm-hmm. We wasn't rabbits yet. So, we go out there. First of all, gay buddies on the intercom. Yes, what you want? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, this is what we dealing with. Now, I'm not tripping. Because a lot of times, when gay buddy at that specific Popeye's on the intercom, we got our shit right. But today, that wasn't the case. But he said, what y'all want? What I want? Nigga, welcome to Popeyes, nigga. The fuck? <laughs> what y'all want? All right. He mad then. His homeboy made him upset. Cool. I get it. Hey, let me get a three piece to the up for people on my. Ain't no more french fries. <coughs> Hold on, bro. What you mean, ain't no more? Like at the whole store? No french fries. Cool. Bet. <laughs> let me get mashed potatoes. mashed potatoes. He said, all right, we got the mashed potatoes. But we ain't got the packages like that. I said, cool. What package? I didn't understand what he... Exactly. I didn't understand what he meant. We pulled up to the front. Ouch, fucker. This motherfucker went to Kroger and got them clear Dixie cups. <laughs> and put the mashed potatoes in the Dixie cup. Poured the gravy on top and said, here y'all go. <laughs> Bruh. Look how big that cup is. It was about a quarter the size of that shit. Y'all robbing me, son. Bro, what the fuck? Atlanta has the worst customer service I've seen in my life. Above, I ain't never been to a city like that. <laughs> Everywhere we went, it was trash. It can't be no worse than when I went to Jackson. I went to the DMV when I went home a couple weeks ago. I went to DMV, and a uh, chick was like, uh, I might help you. I'm like, uh, I got my stuff. I need to switch over my license from Texas to Mississippi. She was like, okay, so we're going to need this and this and this. We're going to need a bank account, and we're going to need this and a proof of something to prove that, that you live here. Bank account? Yeah. So I had, you know, a lot of my credit cards. I still got going to my mama house. <laughs> he think that's his permanent resident. That is my permanent resident. That's not your permanent resident. <laughs> that's my permanent residence. Your permanent residence is where you and I live. <laughs> How, is, is this permanent? It's permanent right now. This is not permanent. <laughs> Shit. Anyways. So anyway. He got me all riled up. <laughs> we don't know. Fuck a docket. So. F. <laughs> get there. And I tell her. Say, hey, man, I need to. Say you fuck my head up, man. <laughs> Why you? God damn it. You need to change your license. Come on. Keep going, honey. It's okay. She's mm-hmm. asking for your bank statement. And, and yeah, she asked me for my bank statement. She's like. I got a couple credit cards. 
and uh, and my, mm-hmm. I think my my Chase account still go there. I ain't got no actual bank statements going to the house, but that's my address. So I had to print them offline. Print them offline, get there, and got the address on it. The chick look at the the bank the actual bank account statement. No, we need to get uh, we we need a actual bank statement. I said this is Chase. This is Chase Bank. What do you expect? What do you think? Like, well, we can send it up there and see what they say. And then I showed her the credit card. She was like, it can't be no credit card. It can't be no, it's got to be actual bank account. Not everybody got bank accounts. Bitch. I was like, I was like, man, this ain't making no sense. So I showed her the one with the credit card and it said account summary. She's like, yes, exactly. This is what it's got to be. Account summary. What? Like, what the fuck? You don't even make sense. To- the Bro. fuck is going on? So he's trying to see how much I'm making. No. Motherfuckers is rude. You said this was in Jackson? Mississippi. Man, shit. But that's of course. Look at where he at. Go don't do that. I'm just saying. Don't do that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> like you ain't got family from there. Technically they're not from there. They <laughs> they by way live there for some a long extended period that they were overwelcomed and <laughs> and they left and went back to Minnesota. My crackhead mama from Mississippi. Your crackhead mama? Mm-hmm. Man, ain't you recording? She alright. It's okay. I got a few of my family that's crackheads too. So. Everybody black got somebody crackhead in their family. <laughs> we got Pee Wee. <laughs> Still undetermined. I ain't never actually catch it. She wants stealing shit out the house and selling everything that was in the house. You ain't have to actually lock her out the house. She moved out. That's when you know you're a crackhead. Exactly. Them mm-hmm. real crackheads. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure this I remember my, my uncle cleaned out the whole house. <laughs> he, he took all the dishes. He took all the clothes. All my auntie and them leather jackets, furs, everything. Sold all that shit. A little bit of chain. He used to walk around with this big ass brick. Okay. He used to walk around with this big ass brick. A brick? He was online? <laughs> he walked around with that big ass brick. He said, I'll knock a nigga upside his head. Bruh! <laughs> See, this was crazy. We all professionals. We all got professional careers. But we all have a similar backgrounds. We all got similar backgrounds. We had a person in our family called Blackjack. Blackjack ain't had no hand. He had one hand. It gets worse. But he was right-handed. <laughs> the right hand was missing. Blackjack was on that shit. So when Blackjack would get high, he would run out to people's house. <laughs> hey, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? As soon as they open the door, bah! Hit him dead in the face. Oh, shit. With the knuckle. The wrist knuckle. <laughs> Bro, I cannot make this shit up. This nigga was right-handed. <laughs> and never hit you with the left, bruh. You know what? Most probably motherfuckers couldn't even process the fact <laughs> that they would get hit with a nub. So like, bruh, what the fuck going on? I know that shit had to hurt, bruh. Look at your wrist. Look at your look how big your wrist is, bruh. That shit got to hurt. I said, man, yeah, the blackjack. And that ain't nothing but knuckle. Right. That <laughs> ain't nothing ain't bone nothing hitting. Bone. <laughs> blackjack gonna hit you in the mouth and run off. My uncle was so gone. He used to, uh, he, his feet was so bad. I remember we set his feet on fire one day. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wait. 
Wait a minute. On five. You gonna explore you gonna expound. Why? Cause he was laying down and he didn't have his socks on. So we took a lighter. We're gonna call this shit off topic. (laughs) (laughs) The name of the episode gonna be off topic. No, but you know what? It's nice though, because to think about where we came from, our family members, different stuff like that, and then to look at yourself and be like, damn, I made it this far. I know I can do better or my kids can do better. But, you know, it's crazy because you still got those family members that want either envy you or are jealous of you. So shit, and 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 you got them aunts and uncles that place you on this damn pedestal. So you got your cousins. This they like why you you know um you know blase blase doing this. You should be doing something, nigga. They ain't gotta be like me. They that's why them niggas don't like me. <laughs> Bruh, I hated that shit. My god brother, love my god brother death. But he got in some trouble his freshman year. Got kicked out of his school that he was in. I was a year <laughs> younger than him. Well, I was a year under the, under him. We well, born the same year because you know that October shit. Yeah. He goes a different grade. He graduated a year before me. You ain't played the system, right? He go to school. He went to a popular school in South Florida, the West. No question. Yeah, he went to the West. He played football. No, no, no. He played in the band. Everybody, that was the Northwest man, Miami. Everybody you either in the football that. team or you in the band. That's how that shit rolled. He was in the band, did his thing, went to school, shit. He got in trouble. I can't remember what the shit was. Teacher was on some fuck shit. Like they thought he cheated on some shit. So he mm-hmm. ended up had to go back home. You turn the TV off, bro. This nigga leaves, comes back, and then the year after I left, I had met this chick. She was on some preppy shit. I wasn't a straight A student, but this semester I make straight A's. I come home, you know your parents gonna tell everybody. Oh, <laughs> Florida man done. He done made straight A's, he done made the Dean's list. Oh yeah, he an engineer, you ain't know that. Nobody in my family know what the fuck an engineer is. They just saying this shit, cause it sound good. Man. I'm not an engineer, nigga, I just finished my second year. I ain't even in my core classes yet. But you going around <laughs> telling everybody, Oh, he an engineer, he an engineer, he an engineer. I ain't going to argue. This is my grandparents. I'm just let you say what you got to say. We in the South. You know how that shit go. They saying what they got to say. So, I sit there, and every time I go home, they making this nigga uncomfortable. Oh, man, you ain't get grades like Florida, man. <laughs> oh man, what you he got Dean's list. What you got? Don't do that, bro. Like my mom going, my baby. He going down, he down at Austin going to school. He working on his doctorate. I said, Mama ain't get no damn doctorate. <laughs> Let old people tell it, boy. He out there in California, out there in uh out there in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Bruh, I can't tell y'all me family members call me be like, I'm coming to L.A., bruh. Where you at? Nigga, I am nowhere near L.A., nigga. I'm that's a why, smooth six hours. That's why when you meet somebody that don't live in California that's really from L.A., and you be like, and they be like, where you live? And you be like, oh, I live in Cali. And they gonna be like, oh, you live in Northern Cali. Right. North, niggas is Anybody from LA. else would be like, I'm from I'm L.A. From LA. LA and the Bay is their own state. Like, <laughs> you can't just be like, Oh, I'm from, I'm from Cali. I'm from Cali. If you nah, say you from Cali, you from Northern Cali. You specify, <laughs> nigga. I'm from Long Beach. I'm from Oakland, nigga. Nah. These motherfuckers out here. 
I still ain't really. I've been in the hood, but I ain't interacting. The hood well, shit. Yet. Obviously, this the hood because the Sally's I just went to got five bullet holes in it. I went to uh. When this happened, bro? I went to uh, a hair. <laughs> it's all the hair spots. Yeah. Why black people got so many crackheads in our family? Crack because baby. we the crack epidemic. That's you know. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. This crack epidemic versus versus the, the opioid, opioid epidemic. epidemic. I feel like that's bad. That nigga got shit to do with me. What I told you, my ministry was mind my business. But you know, I, it does though because you got all these fucking doctors. For instance, Michael Jackson doctor. Giving him no horse fucking tranquilizer and overdosing him. That right? nigga crazy. So, and it's a lot of people who take it. Go he ahead. gave that nigga you a horse. That. Go ahead. That's what he used to take because that's it, it. It numbs all the pain or whatever else they they be feeling. So it's like the next level. And Why my, was he taking them drugs? Because that's what that's what they do. Like it it it, it became normal. It was a norm. Like most of most of the celebrities, man. That's what they do, bro. Most of the motherfuckers are on drugs, man. Yeah, but they be usually having excuses. What was Michael Jackson's excuse? Pain. Which is childhood. Have you not seen? That's fair. <laughs> that nigga died crazy. But I just don't get it. Like, okay, just because y'all look at these kids as using all these opioids as y'all kids, y'all put fucking crack in our community. How dare y'all? And then we was going to jail for a lot, for 40 years of life. For 40 years of life because... Y'all gave us, y'all the ones providing us with the cocaine. You ain't see what El Chapo said when they sentenced him? Hey, I'm low-key feeling like El Chapo is not that wrong. He not that wrong. What did he say? He said, he said, ain't nothing, with y'all putting me in jail for the rest of my life, nothing is going to change because the U.S. is the one buying most of the drugs. Come on now. The U.S. government, I'm sorry, let me, let me put emphasis on that. The U.S. government is the main ones buying most of the drugs and they're putting it into the community. That's the shit that don't make sense Same to me. Same way with the damn Fast and the Furious guns. You telling me that okay, we're gonna build the wall and we're gonna do all this shit. First of all, how the motherfuckers is getting here is not getting here by by walking over. Walking over. Nigga, somebody helped them get over here. A lot of motherfuckers are flying straight in, especially, especially in Florida. Let me tell you but something. But that's why TSA and them niggas are sitting right at the plane when you get off the plane out these days. Like, I went from I went from Miami to New Orleans. As soon as we got off the plane in New Orleans, it, the the um, TSA and immigration was sitting right at the plane checking people randomly. Like, or checking backpacks and shit to make sure you weren't smuggling nothing over or making sure you had proper identification. Like, you... They not coming over here by just walking over here. They either driving, taking a plane, taking a boat, whatever. No, I'm not knocking the people who do come over here by like riding a truck and almost dying. And I'm not saying that don't happen. What I am saying is what they're referring to as in the right, as far as they, what they're referring to is, oh, the drug dealers, them motherfuckers are coming here in comfort. They not coming here. Oh yeah. 
They not worried about no fucking wall. They got too many paid officials. Listen, I had a client tell me, this bitch told me, she said, this woman. (laughs) That's toxic. This hoe. (laughs) (laughs) Client, was she a owner? Nah, she, but she was like, she was like, look, Mr. Fister Ratchet, this is what it is. She said that the lady, she said the DA slash the prosecutor, not even a DA because it was a, it was a um, federal case. She said the prosecutor that was prosecuting me, I knew him and I had seen him before. I said, well, how you know him? She said, because we, when I was doing some of my deals, he was getting paid at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So imagine how many government officials is being paid by the cartel. Let me see something. Hey, bro. Them motherfuckers so connected. One. But that's why they don't mess with their communities. They'll mess with ours, but they ain't mess with, they ain't mess with their they communities. They take care of this. Yeah. They make sure they good. Point one. And I'm not knocking them for it. We ain't definitely not putting it. I'm not fucking with these niggas, so y'all cut this shit now. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna tell you, I used to live in Texas, man. I don't fuck around them cartel, bro. This is not going public. This ain't nothing new. This, nothing this, this is public they knowledge. They know this shit. It's public knowledge. Cartels, they, they like, until you start dropping names, that's when we got issues. Yeah, that ain't none of my business. Mm-hmm. Nah, we using... White people deal with coke and meth. Black people deal with crack. Black people deal with marijuana. Everybody deal with marijuana. Yeah, marijuana is never really bad. Crackheads, you got to worry about. You can't overdose on marijuana. Yeah. Crackheads, you got to worry about. You don't know what the fuck they finna do. <coughs> we had this one cousin. Crack. Nigga, these motherfuckers out here are taking, um, what's that shit called? Crack mixed with meth and heroin. Oh, yeah. I got a cousin. I think she was doing... I think they said it was acid and crack. What? She's in an insane asylum currently. Oh, she was released a couple years ago. <laughs> she killed a person and doesn't remember. Yep. She stabbed this bitch to death and does not remember anything. So, we went to go visit her when I was still in college. Why? <laughs> that's, that's a good family. question. I'm glad you asked. Because that's family. Because niggas gonna nigga. Right. That's why. First of all, this should have been the first time. We go out there. My dad is asking for, uh, he's asking for directions. <laughs> he said, hey, I'm looking for such and such and such and such. I said, sir? What you say, sir? He said, I'm looking for such and such, such and such. It's called, it's, it's the insane asylum. The what? My mama stopped him. I said, boy, you forgot where we at. He said, I'm looking for the crazy house. Oh, why, why you didn't say that? that? Yep. That's a, you hook it right. He told him all the directions. We get up there. Anyway, Alabama. This was in Tallahassee, Florida. Same thing. Might as well be. Go down the road just a little bit there, and then you're going to catch this, and then you're going to take the right. You're going to hook it right. <laughs> take that thing down to the left till you see the church, because it's always a church. Y'all ain't going to be talking about my people. Bruh. We get there. Uh... Great auntie, great great auntie. I'm gonna say that great great auntie gonna tell me who your daddy. <laughs> I said, uh, and you don't want to be rude. I'm young, like I can't be disrespectful. Oh, I'm such and such son. You dark? What? I said, yes, ma'am. You Why are you so dark? 
I I don't know. That's just how the the, the pool worked. I, I I don't know how that. You're so dark. I said yes, ma'am. I said so. What happened? She said, "Well, child, I was in the house, and uh, I showed them hungry. I want me a, <laughs> I want me uh some cheese and bread. Oh, no, she said she want cheddar cheese. She was very specific. Cheddar cheese on the honey bun." Now, this is my first time in an insane asylum. I've never seen this before. Some motherfucker outside walking around with rain boots and an umbrella is bright as fuck outside. There's no rain to be found. This motherfucker is losing his shit because he's, he's scared of rain. So he's just losing his shit. So I asked, I said, what? She said, I was I was at home and... Keep changing the subject. And I just, I just, I was sitting at home and you know them people don't like me. Just like these motherfuckers out here, they don't like me. Just... I'm sick of that shit. I just all went. And if I could just get a honey bun. A honey bun with some cheese. And then she gonna tell me that I'm getting on her nerves. So, I'm walking down the street. I don't know what the fuck this lady talking about. I have no idea what she's talking about. I'm just letting her talk because that is the respectful thing to do. And she said, I'm walking and I just get in the house and I'm tired. You know, I just want to lay down. I just want to lay down. Why are you so dark? You so dark. Who who your who daddy you? Who your daddy? <laughs> I tell him my daddy name again. Oh, okay. And <laughs> the lady gonna come to me and tell me she tired and I'm coming in late. And then I get I, I next thing I know my head hurt and it's blood everywhere. What actually happened is this lady was asking her a question because she was hot. She came in the house and apparently she does this thing where she get high and she thinks the pink elephants are coming to attack her. Oh, shit. What so, kind of high was she? she? They said it was like acid and something else. So she hallucinating. Yeah, she was hallucinating. It was like some weird shit, but she was on crack too. So she, she didn't really know what was going on. And then she, the lady asked, what is she doing? She's violent. She's bipolar and she was a drug addict. So she switches, gets upset, and gets angry and begins to stab this lady to death. Jesus. In the kitchen. But it's crazy how they always like when they when they going on drugs, she they, they normally shit. they normally do the stabbing. Like my cousin did the same thing down there. He was in the um but we think it was we think it was um he had he was what's that fake marijuana called? K two. Yeah, we think he had oh, ended up smoking I some K two. Right? <clears throat> you should by, know by accident, especially with you about to have a child. Right. But um, bro, if y'all see Euphoria, no, nah, what's Euphoria? Y'all about to have a child? Watch Euphoria right now. Watch tonight. I no. want y'all to go on HBO and watch Euphoria. That shit will fuck you up. All right. We was bad in high school, right? But them kids all the time. This shit now. That's that's my excuse for everything now. They be like, "Oh, why you ain't why you ain't bringing Lil Mac, nigga? I seen you for you ain't seen that shit yet. That's why I'm not bringing. Him. That's the reason why, Bruh, Them motherfucking them kids, they fucking and and doing. Wait, it was different. Nah, we wasn't on Molly. And yeah, they 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 on. They do drugs shit. different now, like. But yeah, they so he, slitting each other wrists and yeah, little weird shit. Is this a white show? It's a mix. The question is, what type of neighborhood are they in? I think it's in Cali. 
Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That's number one. I think it is Cali. And it's a perfect and neighborhood, right? It's a Malibu. it's a public school. It's not a private school. It's but a public school where it's a mixed demographic. So is this mixed demographic? Black, white, Hispanic, Native no, American. No, but I'm saying, like, is it is it with a whole lot of money, family wise, or? That's the thing I was confused about because it seemed like the main character, her family, didn't have. So the main character is black and white. Uh-huh. She's fifty fifty. So that's the first issue. Is she's confused? Bruh, we delete. Every mixed child that I've met that's black and white, we doing if that. their parents ain't, if their parents not together, and mm. they're not on the same, like when their parents aren't together, her dad they go dies through. in the show, mm-hmm. and she's dealing. So the mother is black, okay. The father's white. The dad dies from like cancer or something. He's taking medicine. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. She gets addicted because she starts sneaking the medicine that he takes. Okay. And that's how her crisis starts. Okay, so that makes sense. She a little bit different, but most kids, but they parents were to, her parents were together before her daddy died, right? Right. Okay, that's different because I'm pretty sure she was raised a certain particular way. However, for most kids who who parents aren't together, one minute they white and they completely white, or they go drastic and they do this whole uh, what's the all black stuff the Hotel, they, um, blackface. Nah, where where they um were nothing but black and black eyeliner and shit like that. Gothic, the gothic. Yeah. Yes, they go to the extreme gothic, hard rock, and then they like fuck all this shit, and then they hood niggas again. So th- this is shit that I've seen. I say it's hard for them. I don't know a lot of people. It's hard when you ain't got no culture. Well, see for us. But we don't have no culture. You know what's interesting. I'm glad you brought that up. A statement was made to me today. Uh, I'm not going to say about who. You know who I'm talking about. Um, you got a mixed child. Oh, who told you that? Now you saw her response. I, 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 we'll explain it later. We'll explain <laughs> we, We're going to explain it later. But. Who the fuck? That came up. Now. Statistically, what you can say is, yes, my child is mixed. He's mulatto. However, um, it's not funny. The question was asked, and I said, you do know most people are mixed. That are black from the East Coast. I'm talking about East Coast. Florida all the way up to New York. Mm -hmm. Most of us aren't 100% black. That doesn't exist. Like, that's rare because you're from some island, you're from some... No matter how dark you are, you mix with something. Mm-hmm. So then he said, well, is she mixed? And I said, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not 100% black. It wouldn't matter. I'm from Florida. I'm not 100% black. At all. You know Nobody me, from Florida. You ever know told that dude today? He's like, man, he's from the Bahamas. I was talking about <laughs> People, I can... I can go to the Dominican crowd. They don't really know. You know, a guy came up to me. Dr. Cutcher, a guy came up to me. He was like, man, uh, he's from Congo. He's from, the other guy's from Kenya. Like, where are you from? I said, man, I'm from here. <laughs> they ask me that shit all the time. They be like, you Haitian? And I'm like, no, nah, bro, I'm not Haitian. At least I don't know who I am. I'm also 
on some shit. So I don't know where she from for real, for real. But I, long as I know I'm black, but my biological father is light skinned. So I be lying, like you don't just have light skin out of nowhere, bro. Like that 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 doesn't work that way. We know that story. So I when like I'm that. explaining to him, I'm like, give me one of them back scratches, bro. Like you do know, you know my fingers are better. <laughs> you do know asking that question is weird. It's disrespectful, low key. And I was like, bro, what's your obsession with? Is he black? He's he's one of those. He's we'll get to that. That's a whole other topic. It's, it's, it's a he's rich black. That's what you call it. Was he raised that way? He's from the other continent. Oh yeah, never mind. So I asked. I was like, "Bro, you you obsessed with this whole like because this ain't the first time you've heard it before, Commission. This ain't the first time he brought this up to me, and I was like." Maybe if I make this comment, the boundary will be set because I'm not necessarily offended by it, but you do make it weird when you ask this consistently. Maybe he doesn't understand. So then that's when I said, what's your obsession with this? And he said, it's an African thing. I've been an engineer for a while. The majority of black engineers are African. African, right. I've never had somebody ask me that question before. They just haven't been bold enough, but... And that that might be the case. So then I was just like... So did you ask him to explain this African thing? Nope. You know why? Because it ain't my ministry. But, no, but... So my thing is, is that... So we're, we're so... We're so hound upon about, you know, them not understanding our culture. And they Mind you, upon about real us quick, not understanding their culture. Black people are the only people I know of that go through that... Uh, nuance of American culture where people are so but fascinated. But what is American culture though? Because I'm talking about still, for us. I'm not talking about white from, American so, culture. Okay, because it's a we I'm talking about black so American culture. People. Their obsession with because we come in so many different uh, shades and, and hues, they don't know what's going on. The minute you're a little bit lighter than chocolate. For me, it's different because my hair is a lot more. They still considered you a nigga. They consider me a nigga. No, No, even they consider me a nigga. But even your wife, (laughs) even your wife, at the end of the day, she black. See, and that was the thing is that culturally, you say that because of where you're from. No, 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 no. They don't feel that way. And and I get what you're saying. They because in their over there, when you go to that other continent. They look at light skin as elite. So that's oh, he why. didn't say that. But, I I didn't want to put that in his mouth. But but, that, but, but that's what it is. They're bleaching. That's their how skin. it came I, off. I have a lot of African friends, and they're on. They're they're telling you, oh, they're bleaching their skin over there. They have plenty of songs talking about bleaching their skin. We and this, that, and the third. And so it's like you know you realize that chick. She's from Kenya, but she look like Michael Jackson. I'm not about to play with you, bro. I'm not joking. Hey, listen. You look like Michael Jackson. You look like Michael Jackson, bro. I don't know. She so she looked like Michael Jackson when he, he was Michael Jackson. Or she looked like Michael like Jackson. Like Pepsi when commercial he... Michael Jackson or the Michael Jackson. Jackson Five know. Michael Jackson. No, not Jackson Five. Michael Jackson that looked like he was hanging little boys off the balcony and shit. All right, man. Listen. <laughs> 
blanket and pillow. You thought I was gonna take it? You thought I was gonna take it down? No, I ain't man. doing that. The little Michael Jackson there was dangling the baby over the balcony. Listen, man. <laughs> oh shit. I just I don't know I I have a problem with with you know it doesn't bother me necessarily it's more so I question I question why you are so interested in that because when people ask you this is just my logic and I might be wrong but when people ask you the same question over and over that's over the, and that's, over that's the issue it ain't the fact that he asked you once it's the fact that it, 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 it's a consistent it question because you heard it this ain't the first time this came this is like the seventh time tenth about time your this child? Came up. yeah now but why does the fuck does it matter about my child number okay. one number and two what the fuck right are you what's your fascination so what, what, what are you like it See, he would have got cussed out nice and clean. Then I would have checked him. See, when then I, I would have when I explained this him, to the wife, that's her response. Now, to be fair, I didn't grow up like my wife because she grew up a lighter complexion. I've grown up like this is the lightest I've been because I grew up in the sun. So, for shit, the most this part, the I've been. When I was growing up, everybody called me Booty Light Scratcher. Skin, they called me the Haitian Booty Scratcher or African Booty Scratcher because that's just being dark in Florida. That's what they call you, right? Then for my wife, she's always she ain't been nowhere near dark. So they always call her Pocahontas, and that's not funny. <laughs> I'm not laughing. I'm laughing. They call her Pocahontas laugh, and Milano and all that, and she hated you, but. <laughs> the reality of it is because she's a lighter complexion, her hair isn't as kinky as mine. And she's from up north. The assumption is she probably like Puerto Rican and black or some shit. I like got that. a whole bunch of nigga over here. This full blood nigga. So I, I <laughs> But see, I, and that's what I hate though, because we grew up right and we were a lot of us. Let me you you're not really in that category because you knew that. You knew your your parents came from, or at least your father came from the islands, right? So he's not from Bahamas. See, I, I didn't joking. say Bahamas. I said the islands. I'm not from the islands at all. Where are you from? I'm from Miami. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about true, but ain't your ain't don't no. you have? Aren't you mixed? <laughs> I That's why you said before so, that you were mixed so, that, so, that you had like I Cuban would say or something in you. statistically because my. Because my great grandmother was a dark, dark, dark woman from uh, Miami, mm-hmm. and she had a lighter child. We never talked about it because you know, growing up in the South, you don't talk. You don't about talk about things. that, right? But her mother, my grandmother, was very fair. So, because we never talk about it, it's uh, it's obvious that she was most likely raped by a white man. Right, the right. Exactly. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go say nothing because that's an undertone that coming from down south. We know that, and we do not speak on it. And that is why I thought he would understand when I said, "What is your obsession?" No, he doesn't. They don't. They but see, not. they don't know that though. But he's from. He didn't grow up here, Georgia. But he didn't. He oh, didn't I know who you're talking about. He but no, he didn't grow up here. That's why I was like, he didn't grow up. You here. should know because like, even even though he's from Georgia, again, he grew up. He grew up wealthy one so that's a conversation that's not had 
too. It's they they don't all they think about is slavery and they don't think about they don't think beyond, they don't think beyond slavery. They don't think that the master was raping most of the men's wives and shit like that. Blood breaking and, and exactly. All that. So it they, that thought process don't run through their head. But it's like and that's what I was saying, like with us as as black African Americans or whatever you want to call us, it's like our mentality is so fucked up when we're younger that a lot of our parents don't correct us because their mentality we're not a, is fucked up. Their mentality is fucked right. up. And one as I get older, I'm learning that I'm I'm not just African American. Like that's the crazy part about it. Just because of the simple fact that, you know, I'm black and I, I consider I consider myself African American. But you know, my great grandmother on my father's side is full bred Cherokee. My great grand, my great great grandfather on my mother's side is full bred Cherokee. Like he got a whole lot of fucking land and and money over there in in Knoxville, Tennessee. Like so, then I'm like, okay, well, why we here? Somewhere. Then he got land. Cause <laughs> I got I gotta prove it, but um. Which I'm gonna take. I'm gonna do the black. So then I learned the black ancestry. African ancestry. Yeah, African ancestry doesn't keep your um doesn't keep your DNA. So I am happy about that. I am gonna do African ancestry. Um, I do support them. Otherwise, that that 23andMe and that all of them. This shit off the fucking shelf at Target. Fuck that. Well, they they keep your they keep your DNA and they can use it for all different type of testing. I want a little chicken. I want a little chicken and sophista ratchet. Running around here talking about, oh, they talking and clucking at the same damn time. Hey, bro, check this out, though. One thing I didn't realize before I got out here was I knew that there was, like, division between, I could say, those that were born in another country or continent. Versus the ones that were born here, I knew it, but I I didn't think it was like this. Well, I'm be honest with you, every job mm-hmm. I've had, there's been that's part of the reason why I got an engineer is that I wanted to learn, I wanted to be exposed and in depth in everybody else's culture because I know I my, got into it for the money. Then he didn't even know what engineering was. Ever since then, nigga, spell it. You spell it. What, even engineering. E N G. I-N-E-E-R Shit Ever since being in no job This job has been the most telling As far as quote unquote True black versus us Man this is crazy though This is the first company I've been at Where I really feel like uh, I felt like it was a divide before But here Bruh these motherfuckers like This This is different for me I ain't never felt so alienated. Yeah. So do they treat? Let me ask you this: Do South Africa treat? We don't work with anybody from South Africa. I worked with somebody from South Africa before. Okay. In my last company. Well, those like Nigerians and Cameroons and stuff like that. Do they treat people from Egypt, Saudi Arabia, and all of that differently because they're in a different part of Africa? And honestly, there are a lot of them. Are more lighter tone with more finer texture here, which kind of they're the real Hebrews, the true Hebrews. We want to talk logically, like they're the true black people. Like where they, so do they treat them differently or do they accept them all the same? I'll say this: the history I've seen between the different companies I worked at, and this is my sixth company. 
Damn, nigga, you get a run, little whore. Listen, I need to get that money. <laughs> I gotta have it. Why you gotta be this way, bro? I got to have that money. You disrespectful. <laughs> when I talk to them, honestly, I'm gonna say what they tell me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nigeria is very specific. Exactly. They feel like it's Nigeria over everything. And there's nothing wrong with that. If y'all feel like y'all the greatest, cool. Nigeria is its own country. I mean, right. it's its own it is continent. Its own right. It's its own continent. My uncle. The way they the way they feel about it is that we it's Nigeria and then there's Africa. Right. Right. But what they told me was we're Nigeria, we're Niger, that's how they say Naja. We're Naja and even in Nigeria, there's a divide between tribes. Yoruba and um and Igbo. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of other ones. Right. But there's the a, there's most even ones. of all that. It's like this is Niger, right? Then there's West Africa and South Africa and coastal Africa, and they feel like they're very different from the others. And that's cool, but it's it's the it's the mentality that goes with it. A lot of them tell me they feel like I had a nigga tell me straight up. We thought a lot of y'all was lazy, and yep. y'all blame everything on the, on white, the white man, man. because you lazy. That's how Saint Lucian thought of us or think of us. And he said it's because we feel like where we from, everybody runs shit. Everybody that runs shit is black. So what's y'all excuse? Now y'all had the opportunity. What's y'all excuse? And then he got here and he was like, oh, "No, they really holding your ass down." Yeah, he was like, "Redlining is real. Like, like voting suppression is real." He's like, he didn't understand it because here, if he doesn't speak, they just assume he's black, like black American. Mm-hmm. When he goes out and does shit and speaks, they like, "Oh, you're not one you're not black. You're not blackly black. You're Nigerian." So he was like, man, especially being in Atlanta, it's a lot of Nigerians in Atlanta. So like he was like, bro, I didn't realize like they really look at y'all, they really treat y'all different. He said it's a thing of ignorance. Then he took it a step further. He said, if you were to go and me and my my profile argue about this shit a lot. He said my profile is Nigerian. He played he used to play basketball for Nigeria. So he was very proud. But this engineer told me that. Even in Nigeria, you walk down the street and the average Nigerian you talk to doesn't think they're being oppressed because everybody around them looks like them. But that's the black people here. Black people here, like, here, what do you mean? They don't feel like they're California. In California. uh, Me and and girls. It depends on where you at. Well, well, look, so me and and this girl was talking about this, right? And she was like, and, and it might be Northern California itself, but. Me and her was talking about it, and she was like, I was telling her, you know, how racist they are here, oppressed, and I was like, and they don't even realize they're oppressed. She said, that's funny, because I was talking to, you know, a girl from Cali, from Northern Cal, and she was the same, she said the same thing, how she didn't feel like she was oppressed. She didn't believe in racism, and all this other kind of stuff. So, I just was like, how do you not, how do you not see the racism? It's like, blank in your face. But they not, they not used to that here, because they haven't been exposed to it, like, down south, or even even in Virginia, I should say, if uh, if you meet a person who's racist, they are you gonna know they are racist. Here, it's like so hidden. They're like try to be nice, and it's they they hide they tr- at least to them mm-hmm. they hide it well. But to me, who's been exposed to it all we my know, life, we know the bullshit. I can read through that shit like like it's ABCs mm-hmm. on, on a fucking poster, right? 
on a fucking billboard. ABC on a billboard. I can see it. You can't hide this shit from me. You can't hide it. Growing up in Mississippi, motherfucker, you cannot act like you not racist. Bitch, I know you racist. Right. You can't hide that from me. Yeah, I just I just thought it was weird because I'm like, nigga, y'all can't even see that y'all being oppressed and y'all okay with the shit that's going on around here. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I tell people all the time, man. Like, nigga, if you if you if I could tell when motherfucker racist, I can I can read it, I can feel it, I know what it feel like, nigga. So you can try to act like you ain't. It's cool, man. But if if you try to act like you ain't, I'd rather you just tell me straight up. I don't like your black ass I, and keep it moving. Or and, and act like that. That way, I know how to deal with you. Then sometimes you then you be like, hey, what's going on, man? How are you? Uh, yeah, man. And then you really or like that dude. I'd come by your desk on Monday and never talk to you before at work. <laughs> that shit was weird as fuck. That shit was weird as hell. <laughs> I'm not even going to say he racist, but he may be. I don't know. I wouldn't doubt it, but yeah. that one I, I can't really say because I don't talk to him. But if I have a, if I had a conversation with him, then I could say maybe, yeah. But he, I can tell you one thing, the motherfucker sneak as hell. That's for sure. Of course. Most are. <laughs> They try to be sneaky and strategic. You growing up in Florida, bro. You know that. Like, if you growing up in Florida, when you been around somebody, you know when a motherfucker's being racist. You know what's funny? I'm glad you said that. Um, in Florida, it's different. It's very different. Cause I remember. Uh, you remember that? Uh, well, I take that uh, back. Yeah, I forgot. What's uh? Daniel's son, that's the one. Da, 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 da. What are you doing, baby? That whole thing. Daniel's son, the white dude. I remember that. I know where you're going. Well, he got in trouble for saying nigga. nigga. Right. Honestly, bro, where I'm from, everybody, everybody said nigga. nigga. Like, that's that's not uncommon. Like, white boy, Jew. I knew a Jewish white boy growing up who said nigga all the time. You know one thing I had to get used to when I left Mississippi and I stayed in Louisiana? When we moved to San Antonio, that was a hard Ooh, thing. Who was this little bitch behind me in Walmart? Like and you, she was to... like, "Yeah, my nigga, this nigga, this and that nigga, that." And she was straight Mexican. Ain't nothing but Mexicans down there, bro. And they saying nigga like it ain't nothing, and ain't nothing you can do about it because they definitely outnumber your ass down there. <laughs> it's eighty percent Mexican in San Antonio, bro, and eight percent black. <laughs> <laughs> It's eighty percent Mexican, man. Real talk. So you everywhere you go, they're like, "What's up, my nigga?" I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, bro! You look, you look open." Nah, New York, Miami, New Orleans. But like, see, New York, it was cool I, for I like the like the Puerto Ricans, Puerto Ricans and and Dominicans and shit to say. But when you like, I don't know when you start talking about Mexicans and El Salvadorians, it get a little bit different. And I and I hate to say it like that because it sounds unfair or culturally unfair or how do they get a pass but it's like them puerto ricans and dominicans and stuff like they, they it's a they come from a different different breed different walk of life than the mexicans i don't know but like, i I, I, t- I used to tell them man like nigga i like bro i understand nigga, you still hungry like, i don't know i'm making sure the wife you uh-uh. oh yeah we eat popeye's chicken make <laughs> sure you put that on when she listens to this Popeyes. Shout out to Popeyes. Shout out to Crown Royale oh, for sponsoring the drink. Crown Royale. Hennessy. She does. Oh, she not going to You had a Hennessy pure. You drank the rest of my Hennessy? Sure did. Yikes. You can't drink it? I got five months. Yes. Yeah, you buy five months. Four and a half, actually. Man, you tripping. 
I can't wait to have my first drink. Nah, you can't wait. Oh, I can't. <laughs> you got no choice but to wait. Unfortunately. But I hope you got a shot ready for me as soon as I give birth. You got me fucked up. You gonna be drinking water. You gonna start my child off right. Start your child off right on Hennessy. Got me fucked up. (laughs) 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 What I was saying, motherfucking Mexicans. I told a Mexican dude, I told him, hey man, I promise you, like, just make sure that your ass don't leave San Antonio with that shit. Because you go to the wrong place, like, you go take your ass to Birmingham, they might beat your ass. You, you take your ass to Jackson, they're going to kill you. I promise you. Them niggas in Jackson be waiting on somebody outside of a black person to say nigga. How do y'all feel like y'all job dynamics are when it comes to um, family life? It depends on where you're working. Yeah, it depends on what department you're in. I work, in the department I work in, uh, I think you have to... You know what? It goes to like what we were talking about earlier. I think when you come in, you you have to let them know from the beginning or up front that, okay, like how you do. I'm here to work from nine to five. This is what this is how it's gonna be. And if you got a problem with it, you let me know now. But I talked to a guy, and this comes straight out of a guy about who is from India. Straight out of India, but he told me like it's gonna be hard because it's hard to compete in engineering because these companies they bring in people from India on visas and they basically threaten them. They tell them, well, they don't threaten them, but it's like, hey, in order to keep this visa, in order to keep our job, we got to do whatever they say. A couple of the people who sponsoring them, they know that shit. So that's why it's hard for like us, the one that be like the culture in the organization that we work in, where it's mostly Indian or whatnot. That's why them motherfuckers be sitting there working so hard, working all throughout the middle of the night. Because they got this, this cloud of fear over their fucking head saying that if we don't do this, then they going to renege my green card or renege my work visa. Oh, yeah. They can fuck them over on that. You got to be real careful with that. And I got a couple of Indian homeboys that tell me, like, it ain't no joke. Like They you, do that. You two seconds away from them being like, nah, we ain't fucking with you no more. Go back home. And they give you 90 days to figure out what the fuck you need to do. That's crazy. Yeah, to find another job. So, as well. how can you how can you compete with that? A lot of them, like, hey, but, they but my, 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 my thing is though, my thing is though, like, do you? I think I feel like when you make them respect you and your value and your family and 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 what you believe in, then then do they either do they respect it or do they let you go? It take a while to it get there. Yeah, it, it ain't no, like you walk in the door and you just expect. So it. as for women, because women have it the worst. Like we're especially black women, we're the number one underpaid in America, right? And then when you start talking about family life, and we go somewhere where there is nothing but men in charge, and you say, "Oh, I'm pregnant," or you know, I want to have a family. They their first mindset is, "Oh no, she's a liability." Is that fair? No, no, it's not fair. It's not fair, but it is a harsh reality that we have to deal with because we are not in control of what corporate America decides. Corporate America ain't for us. It ain't made for you. 
So have you ever thought about starting your own businesses? Of course. Of course. I do shit on the side, but I've I've had to sit there and figure out like I it's a whole nother conversation. It is. Cause I that's why I was like, we can work in that work. That's gonna be the next episode. But I've had to sit down and figure out one of my homeboys, so one of the brothers told me that you got to know what you want to do, what you're not willing to do. And that sounds really simple, but you really got to figure out, like, the average person to tell you, you get a million dollars tomorrow. Now what? What you doing? Oh, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to invest 70% in the stocks. I'm going to invest 5%. In. No, you're not. You don't know anything about stocks. <laughs> you don't know. You're just saying that shit because everybody else say that shit and you think it sound cool. You don't know nothing about real estate. You don't know nothing about stuff. I'm going to buy me some property. You don't fucking know. So for me, I sat down and really thought about it one day like, I don't fuck with real estate. That's not my shit. I can sit down and I can research it, but I really don't care. I don't fuck with stocks. I'm not going to sit down. I can download the app and do it. I don't care. I don't want to do that shit. I'd rather do what I like to do. So doing that is going to require me to take time away from work. However, that's when you focus on time management skills. Correct. And that's when sometimes you're at work and you get some downtime. And the internet is free. You might as well use it. So while I'm here... I'm going to look some shit up. Of course. I'm going to make sure that when I get home and Kamisha seen me a few times. I can't do that, bro. I can't. um, Kamisha seen me a few times where he was like, oh, what what scripts you working on? Don't worry about this, bro. The same. Because I got shit running. Literally, I got computers, small microcomputers working at home. Running shit that I'm working on that ain't got shit to do with work. Mm-hmm. I check in on it periodically, but for the most part, that shit's running. And I sit home, I sit at work, and I research it. But I'm using that to benefit me outside of doing this day to day task. I'm not planning on doing this shit forever. So you're not you're not focusing on somebody else's dream alone. No, all day long. Okay, no. good. Now. That's not the not corporate America because there's certain shit you don't have to deal with when you in corporate America. Well, most definitely. But what I'm saying is, is that we have we especially as Black Americans, we have we have this issue where where race go to school, get a good education, get your degree, and then go get a good job. When our actuality, that's not. That's not always the reality. That's not the true way to wealth. And it's working not, it's, it's not the true way to wealth. Working for somebody will never get you rich. I don't I don't I don't think it's a reality and I don't think it's realistic. Like for you to sit here and say, All right, I'm finna work for Joe Schmo company who's doing like let's say like I was looking at some shit today and I was like, Man, if you work for Facebook, you can get all this money, you get all these connections, and you know what's gonna happen? You're going to leave this company. You're going to go to that company. It's going to be new complaints that you ain't even thought about. They ain't got shit to do with what you're doing now. Mm-hmm. You may get a few more benefits. And it's small, minute shit. Mm-hmm. As you progress from company to company to company, you start to notice consistency. Mm-hmm. Like I said, this is my sixth fucking company, bro. 
All these companies do the same shit. Yeah. They're oh, our stocks aren't doing well. But then you read all the articles and they're like, oh, such and such umbrella corporation doing good, good. And the percentage is up 5%. It's up 20%. It's up 30%. But then you go and talk to your one-on-one meetings and they're like, oh, we. I got a, I got a lawyer homegirl in Atlanta, right? And she's like, she, um, she, she has like this perfect perception, which I, which is perfectly fine. You know what I mean? Like she's supposed to go to school, get her degree and then become this rich, fancy attorney, right? And she's going to be in for a rude awakening. <laughs> that is so, not how that shit works at all. So the first company that she was working at, she uh, was working there until she got her bar results, right? Um, she felt the bar the first time. Um, so she was still working there and then was working there after she finally passed the bar the second time. However, they didn't give her her raise. Come to find out, they were laying everybody off the next month and she um they were laying everybody off the next month and closing down so you know she kind of felt something was wrong especially when they weren't giving her her raise so she started applying for new places she wanted to be in the pr world so i get a call from her every day about like how much she hate her job like it's unorganized is that in the third and i'm like bruh you need to go sit down and talk to your boss right so now she works for a small firm but he brings in big million dollar cases so he's small but he's bringing in hella money right so i'm like go sit down talk to him let him know your issues because at this point right now he think that you're happy right and a lot of and i feel like i haven't been in corporate world (laughs) (laughs) i haven't been in corporate world to to know but i feel like that's some of the same issues however with corporate world they're quicker to let you go because you're you're replaceable. Just a number. Yeah, you're just a number, yeah. right? But in, in in small firm, you go and you voice your concerns. They're gonna either try to do something about it because either you you that nigga slash that employee that they really need, and you do your job right, and they appreciate what you do, or you just ain't shit, and they just gonna let you go. And in my eyes, with her, it's like you that nigga right now. Like he needs you, he likes you, he like what you're doing, and he feel like. And she dropped hints every day. She tell me something new every day about something that he did, and it was it was it's almost like applauding her for her work. You know what I mean? She right. got to be able and to so, read that though. Everybody ain't got that ability. And this is true, but I'm like, he's telling you, he's telling you in so many words that he appreciates you and he like what you're doing, and he think that you happy. Like he think that you happy. And, if you but, don't let him know, he don't know exactly. Mm. Or if you don't let him know what he what he's doing wrong, or that you don't have an understanding in yeah. this particular place or area, then he's gonna be like, "Well, ain't nothing I can do." You know, he's gonna think everything is good. He worried so, about twenty five hundred million different things. Right, that nigga right. ain't so he thinking about that's, that. That's the last thing he's thinking about. So I'm you like, know, "Bro, he, I ain't heard from him." She's like, happy. "Well, I'm about to just start applying to new jobs." I said. Well, why the fuck would you yes. leave and go to the next place it's gonna be with the these same? same I said it's gonna be the same it's shit. It's gonna be worse. I said you think it's bad now. Exactly, and that's what I told her. I said then not only that, then you talking about going somewhere else and you don't even know the work dynamics there. I said not only it's. I said they might it might be different organization wise because you might you know they might be a whole lot more organized because they might be a little bit more established. I said but it's gonna be something else that you don't like and it's all gonna circle back to the same thing. So until you work for yourself. You're never gonna be You're happy. never gonna be happy. You know it's funny, me and my homeboys had a conversation that 
we we wonder if the dream job is an illusion. It is. Because he got this opportunity where he majored in business uh, health informatics. He majored oh, nice. in business information systems and got his master's in health informatics. And now when he goes into interviews, people what always What the fuck is health informatics? What's health informatics? Okay, just... What's health informatics? He asks... And it sounds crazy. And, yeah. And health he information. Like, That's all the fuck it is. That's what I thought. Okay, just make it's sure. It's business information systems for health. That's all it is. Data analysis for health. But the Look, wording sounds interesting. And in Florida, everything is hospitality or health. Like that, that we got a few little engineering companies. For the most part, that's all the fuck you do is you working at hotels or hotel corporations, or you working in nursing and blah blah blah, blah or entertainment. Mm-hmm. That's all you got in Florida. He got health informatics behind his name, and people lose their shit. And he goes into these worlds, and then people like, oh man. So he had this one job where his first job, he's working for a startup. Mm-hmm. He said he got, and I can't make this shit up. This nigga said he got a five to ten percent, a five to seven and a half percent raise. I think he said his first year was ten percent every year. He worked at that same company for four years, and he said at the end of it, he was like, "I think it's time for a change, bro. Like, damn, really, my raises ain't going up like that. My bonus ain't going up. The shit you complaining about is what people hope for." Mm-hmm. To get a bonus and a raise every year, he was just like, I feel like my education isn't expanded. And now that he left, he was like, nigga, I had... First of all, he leaves that job, he goes to another one and loses that one. Mm. And it was for this great company, whatever the case is. He loses that job, then he gets another one. And now, one he has now, he was like, they treating me great, but... He ain't getting paid. It ain't the same as that first job. He was like, man, I barely getting raises. It's like 1.3%, 1.5% raise every year. It might be that if I even get one bonus, if I see what the fuck a bonus is, because I don't know what the company is doing. They do all these quarterly, like we do with our company, all these quarterly meetings about all this bullshit that we doing and how we succeeding. But then when you have your one-on-ones, your money not coming to you, like, it's, it's a hard awakening when you start off in, like, the beauty of what you thought your field was. Mm-hmm. Especially with a startup. When I, I kept telling him, I was startups like, bro, your startup experience is amazing. Most engineers, startup is horrible. Because it's it's like Facebook. It's move, move, nothing says. The, the, everybody else in every other industry loves startups. Engineering, we hate it. Because you, you're, you're ain't no standard. It, no it, 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 ain't no structure. Ain't no process. That's all we do all day. So it's like, how the fuck do I apply some shit if I ain't got no process? And then he leaves this amazing opportunity where he traveling and all this other shit. And he goes somewhere where they basically treating him like IT. <laughs> he about to get cut at any And he, he like, bro, I, I honestly don't know what the fuck to do. Like, now, granted, he got to a point where he finessed his way into a good situation, but he had to learn, like, oh, I got to speak up mm-hmm. because if I don't, I'm going to get fucked over. Um, at any rate, I think we, gotta pee. we have gone off topic. Hey, we've been running about two hours. We have gone way off topic. Hey, and man, check us out next time. We're going to have a whole bunch of people. 
reporting live from the trap house. <laughs> they gonna have some type of structure next time. We, we might have a structure. Popeyes, Hennessy, we might. But um, uh, who else? Crystals. Crystals. Hot sauce. If y'all want to sponsor us, we sure appreciate it. We put crystals on We just everything. some simple people from the South. We'd show sure appreciate it if y'all gave us a sponsorship. At any rate, we want to thank y'all for listening. We want to thank y'all for subscribing. We are on Hulu. We on iTunes. We oh. on uh, Google. Yeah, we on all of it. We on Google uh, Podcasts. We on everything. Hey, Stitcher. Sure, you don't know this. <laughs> we on Stitcher. We on all those good things. We on Anchor. Anything where there are common things except for SoundCloud because fuck SoundCloud. Um, what? Why? We are on all of those things. If y'all feel like we should be on SoundCloud, let us know. This is the Abstract Intelligence Podcast, and we thank you for riding with us What's the email they today. can hit y'all up at? What y'all can hit questions? us at abstract, the abstract intelligence podcast at gmail.com. On Instagram. Follow us on Instagram at the abstract intelligence podcast. As well as Twitter. The Abstract Intelligence Podcast um, at Twitter. So, if y'all want to follow us, if y'all want to keep up with what we're doing, if y'all have questions, if y'all have suggestions, if y'all have critiques, don't go too hard because we'll go back hard on you. So, we gonna come back to y'all again in another week or so. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Keep subscribing. Keep listening. And Thank if you, y'all. If you follow the Abstract Intelligence Podcast, I'll come follow you. We gonna follow my back. personal. That follow game is real. Don't nobody want you to follow that? We're going to ask you nothing. That's why niggas can't get shit done. (laughs)